You don't need an Ivy League NBA or a 40-year career in executive management to know that at moments of uncertainty, one of the most important things that you can be doing is communicating frequently with the people who you lead, right? That, that doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that. However, depending on what you communicate, often it can be worse than not saying anything. And yesterday I had this interesting occurrence where I worked with two different teams from different organizations, each of whom had just right before our call finished an all-hands meeting led by the CEO of the company. And what made this so fascinating is that in both cases, the CEO was using that meeting to, um, with the intent of creating clarity and helping their people know the go-forward plan. And yet, the outcome of the two different meetings couldn't have been more stark. And I have three observations that I think all of us can learn and that can be really helpful as you think about what you communicate to your teams. Uh, Observation one, how are you communicating about non-work-related things that are significantly impacting your people's lives and the work that you do? One CEO took a significant amount of time to actually talk about the global issues that are occurring. And this is super dangerous, right? Because everything is so political and there's um, so many traps. If you fall one side or the other, you lose half your people, right? And what this, what this person did that I found to be so interesting is that uh, he engaged all of the uncertainty by speaking to different scenarios in how they plan to react as a function. And so, meaning if, if the pandemic goes this long, this is what we're going to do. If it, if it goes this long, this is what we're going to do. And he laid out all the scenarios. In scenario two, or uh, observation two, the leader vulnerably talked about the challenges that the organization faces and the uncertainty moving forward and the reality that they're going to have to make layoffs. Now, the question I have is, Of those two scenarios, which team left their meeting feeling built up and empowered and which team felt anxious and concerned? I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest you probably know the answer. So, of course, out of this, um, one thing to think about is, are you actually engaging issues that are broader in your dialogue? But I think even more important is um, whether or not in a moment of uncertainty with all the stuff that everyone's dealing with, like stuff that we never had to think about all of a sudden is like completely unknown. Are our kids going to school in the fall? Um, People need out of that from their leaders areas where they can feel like there is certainty and even footing. And so whatever you can do as a leader to help create clarity, not by lying, but to actually show that you have a plan and you're the guide, I think it has incredible power. Because the fact is, if you're leading people, they're looking to you and they need to know that the places that they're already feeling anxious, some of them you might have covered. And I think the second lesson for me on this was sometimes vulnerability isn't a good thing. That it's really good to be authentic and honest But as a leader, we also have to be careful about the impact of our uncertainty because when we pass it on down and we create more uncertainty for people, we've just hampered their ability to actually get the work done. As leaders, with all that we have coming at us, it can be incredibly easy to forget the power of the words that we share with the people who look to us. And so at this moment, more than any, take the extra space to be really intentional about what you're communicating.